All right, another Cash Medi podcast. I'm going to be previewing the AFC East tonight. I'll be doing each division. Uh, we'll get over-unders on wins, Vegas-wise. Fantasy football we'll be talking about. Always talking betting, though, on a Cash Medi podcast. But let's get the sponsor from La Jolla Chevron. When in La Jolla, do not forget to visit La Jolla Chevron, an extra mile convenience store at 7475 La Jolla Boulevard, La Jolla, California. Tell Chris, the owner, that Cash Medi sent you in there. All right, so let's start off with the Buffalo Bills. I think I kind of like the Buffalo Bills in a way. Like they got some good young players, especially on the defensive side of the football. But offensively, I'm going to start with them offensively. I think they're really going to struggle there. I just think that they're putting way, way too much pressure on Josh Allen, who I, who I like. I, I, I had him as the number two quarterback coming out of last year's draft. I had Mar- um, uh, Actually, I'm sorry. I had him number one. I had Mayfield two. I think Josh Allen or Mayfield, I thought, were the two best quarterbacks coming out of last year's draft. I still feel that way. I feel like the media gave Josh Allen a lot of heat and... They already labeled him a bust and shit. And I, I don't like how the media kind of labels certain guys right away. I feel like Josh Allen's going to have to do a lot more than, let's say, a Sam Darnold will. Just to become, you know, respected by the media and stuff. And I don't know why it's it's their, it's their first, you know, way they look at the quarterback. And they already label him. One way or another, they've already labeled Josh Allen a bust. I thought he did really good last year. The offensive line is terrible, and it's still going to be terrible this year. I mean, Deion Dawkins is their left tackle. I'm not liking that. Mitch Morris is the only good offensive lineman I see, and he's the center for them. And then Cody Ford, they got in the second round from Oklahoma. He might be okay. We'll have to see on that. But the offensive line is going to be trash, like I said. The receiving cores got a little bit better. They picked up Cole Beasley. You know, but whatever, dude. And John Brown, I mean, those are just Smurf receivers. Josh Allen, he's going to need a big-time receiver. Zane Jones last year had a pretty good season. You know, 652 yards, seven touchdowns. But there, there's no there's no big-time threat here. Tyler Croft, the tight end, you know. I mean, there's just nothing. The running game is terrible. LaShawn McCoy and Frank Gore, maybe if this was, you know, five, seven years ago, they, they would have a nice running Running duo there, but, uh, you know, this isn't 2012 anymore. McCoy last year averaged 3.2 yards a carry. That's just not going to cut it. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets cut. To me, he's done. Frank Gore, I can't believe he's still in the league. I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan. Seems like the guy's been in the league for 50 years. Um, But, I mean, you can't expect anything out of him. Like I said, the offensive line is going to be terrible. The receiving core is just, it's just not good. Basically, Josh Allen, to me, is all by himself. Now, the one thing that the Buffalo Bills do give Josh Allen, you know, something to work with is a defense. He doesn't have to score 30 points. <coughs> Excuse me. He doesn't have to score 30 points a game to have his team win. Defense last year, I believe, was second in points per game. I'm not positive on that. Um, yeah, they ranked second in overall ranking. Last year, the defensive line is pretty good. They drafted Ed Oliver with the ninth pick or the eighth pick in the draft. Uh, let me see. I think it was the eighth pick of the draft. Um, it doesn't matter. He was a first round pick. I think he was the eighth or ninth pick. Starler Tule is pretty good. Jerry Hughes, 
you know, they got the Sean McDermott from Carolina, so he brought over Sean uh, Starler Tulek. Ed Oliver is probably going to be their Dwayne Short. Trent Murphy's okay. Jerry Hughes, though, is pretty good. Let's see how many sacks Hughes had last year. He only had seven last year. So Shaq Lawson's a first-rounder from a couple years ago. They're going to need him to step it up. Jordan Phillips, Harrison Phillips, they got pretty good depth on the defensive line. Tremaine Edmonds, the first-rounder that they drafted last year, middle linebacker from Virginia Tech. I think he's only 20 years old. Really good player. That That's probably their best defensive player on their team. Uh, Trevius White, a couple years ago, they drafted him in the first round. He's really good, so they got pretty good. You know, the defense is going to be good. Lorenzo Alexander's good. Jordan Poirier and Michael Hyde, safeties. Poirier's more known for his wife or girlfriend, Rachel Bush. If you want to look her up on Twitter, I think you'll be impressed the way she looks. Uh, but the Bills basically are just going to, they're going to struggle to put points and they're going to stop teams defensively. They're going to play a lot of 17 to 13 games. The one thing about Josh Allen, though, is he can make plays. And he can scramble. Last year he ran for... 631 yards and eight touchdowns. I mean, he surprised people the way he can scramble and make some plays running. He's going to have to cut that down, though, if he's going to want to prolong his career. But as of now, he, he's just got to play backyard football and just run around and try to just throw some bombs, you know, where a defense comes up and it isn't necessarily ready for him to throw a deep ball or they get, you know, they get out of sync out of their defense. And it's like a busted play, busted coverage. That's their best chance. I don't see them going, you know, 10, 12 play drives and just moving the chains and scoring on people. Now, the over-under on them is seven wins. I probably have them going about seven and nine, six and ten. Their division is pretty weak, you know. But Sean McDermott's a pretty good coach. 15 and 17, his first two years in Buffalo. They, I believe, made the playoffs two years ago, right? Let me see. Yeah, they made the playoffs in 2017 as a wild card. I thought that was very impressive. Uh, I do like Ed Oliver, the draft pick. He should be really good. I mean, he he's going to be explosive. He's going to give him a pass rush on the inside. I thought Cordy, Cordy Ford was a pretty good pickup in the second round. He could play offensive guard or offensive tackle. Oklahoma's been um, – if you looked at the players that, that have been drafted from Oklahoma in the last couple years on the offensive side, they've really starting to pan out. Delvin Singletary, the running back from Florida Atlantic. He's probably going to get a lot of carries because I don't see Frank Gore and LaShawn McCoy getting too many carries this year. So I think they're a, they're a math team. I mean, they're going to have a really good defense. Their offense is going to be one of the worst in the league. If you have a really good defense and a really bad offense, you're going to be hovering around eight wins, seven, eight wins. And Vegas has them at seven. I wouldn't touch it as far as over-under. As far as the schedule goes, I don't have any betting insight on the schedule. They got two two road games to start the season. That's never easy at the Jets, at the Giants. It's not the toughest teams. It's not too far of a travel, obviously. Uh, let's see, any other tough spots in the schedule? At the end of the season, they, the last three games, they got at Pittsburgh, at New England, and then the Jets. So, I don't see them being a playoff team. I'd be shocked, but I do see... Josh Allen in the future for the Bills, if they give him some players around him, I do think he's going to be a really good player and a really good quarterback. Let's move on to the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins are going to be terrible this year. I don't think that's surprising to anyone. The over-under on them is at five. 
that's probably where it should be. I would lean under, but it's kind of hard to bet unders when it's that low. You know, the receiving core is really good. I mean, I'll give them that. I like the receiving core. You got Kenny Steeles, Devontae Parker, Albert Wilson, and even uh, Kareem Grant. So they got four pretty good receivers. A lot of speed there. They could go deep with all those receivers. Devontae Parker needs to step it up. He needs to show that he's a number one receiver. I mean, he was a first rounder a couple years ago. And he hasn't, he's shown flashes at time. He looks pretty good. He always was in the doghouse with Adam Gase. So maybe, maybe now with a new head coach that, you know, they got the, the head coach from the, they got Brian Flores from New England. Adam Gase is gone. So they're going to go to a more of a defensive-minded team. They're not going to be throwing the ball as much. They're probably going to rely on the run a little bit more. Their offensive line, Tunzel, at times he looks really good on the offensive line, and then at times he kind of looks lazy and fat. So I don't know what they're going to get out of him. The rest of the offensive line does not look too good to me on paper. Dwayne Allen, tight end. Mike Gillespie. I mean, Gillespie... He's pretty good as far as receiving. He can't block worth a lick. Isaiah Prince, a rookie out of uh, Ohio State, offensive lineman. He might be okay. But you got Josh Rosen. I mean, Josh, that's what they're going with now. I thought they they didn't give up much to get him. I think Josh Rosen's pretty good. But you have to have a really good offensive line if you think Josh Rosen's going to be good. Because Rosen is basically a pocket quarterback. He reminds me of Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan. Those guys can't move. Those guys have good seasons when they have... Top seven offensive lines. If they don't have a top ten, minimum a top ten offensive line, those two quarterbacks have struggled in their careers. I see Rosen, he needs a top ten, top seven type of offensive line. If he doesn't have that, he's going to struggle. He's not going to have that in Miami anytime soon. He doesn't really have a running game to rely on. Uh, Kenyon Drake, I thought I thought Adam Gay should have gave Drake the ball a little bit more. I think he's okay. He's nothing special, though. You're not going to force anyone to come up with an eight-man front, you know, to stop Kenyon Drake, you know. So, uh, I mean, this is just going to be a really bad team. Defensively, I mean, they're even worse on, well, maybe they're a little bit better defensively than they are on offense. But defensive line is terrible. Charles Harris looks like a first-round bust a couple years ago from, from Missouri. They're going to need him to get double-digit sacks if they're going to have any success on defense, in my opinion. Christian Wilkinson, they drafted him in the middle of the first round this year. I mean, he he's one of those defensive linemen that could that probably fits, you know, a New England type of defense, and Brian Flores is going to rotate him around, and, you know, maybe use him in different, different situations, rotate him around the defensive line, like I said. But, I mean, I don't see him having an impact this year. I don't see him being a dominant pass rusher. The rest of the defensive line is just meh. Jonathan Woodard, he's okay. Um, Keem Spence. The linebacking core is pretty good. I'll give him that. Kiko Alonso is pretty good. Raycon McMillan. Jerome Baker. Those guys can fly. Those guys are pretty good. So they got a pretty good linebacking core. Say their defensive line is... It's not good unless Charles Harris steps it up. Uh, the secondary is pretty good, though. I'll give him the secondary is actually really good. I like Xavier Howard. He's probably a top five corner in the NFL. He's probably one of the most underrated defensive players in the league, if not just all-around players. Um, 
He's he's one of the better corners in the league for sure. You got TJ McDonald, he's getting up there. Rashard Jones is kind of getting up there. Mika Fitzpatrick, they drafted him in the middle of the first round, I think two years ago. He's kind of been, eh, he hasn't been worthy of the pick. Uh, he's going to need to step it out. I do like Cordell, Cordell Tankersley. They got him as a backup in this book. But Bobby McCain is another corner. I mean, they're just, they're looking at a 4-12, 5-11 type of season, in my opinion. As far as the schedule goes, it's always tough to play Miami at home early in the season because of the weather. And they do start the season with two home games. So they benefit there, but they play Baltimore and New England. I mean, maybe they'll have a chance against Baltimore. I wouldn't be shocked if they beat Baltimore. New England always struggles at Miami, but I I just don't see it this year with the with the talent that Miami has. I don't see them being able to to stay with them. Um So I think New England will still in the first two weeks. Then they go at Dallas. They go the Chargers at home. So they get three and four at home, which is what benefits them because, you know, like I said, the September and the humidity over there. So maybe they have a chance to somehow be two and two after the first four games. But then the end of the season, they're just going to get destroyed. They go at, at the Jets, at the Giants, Cincinnati at home, at New England. You know, I just... They're not a good football team, and I don't see them being good anytime time soon. So let's go to the New England Patriots. As far as fantasy goes for Miami, and I could go back to the Bills, I don't see anyone worthy in fantasy worth to pick up. Maybe you want to pick up Josh Allen if you're in a dynasty league or a keeper league. Um, as far as the Dolphins go, Kenny Steele's always is, you know, he, he's always a decent play. And Devontae Parker, but I, I don't I see those receivers numbers coming down. Maybe you want to take Kenyon Drake because now they got Brian Flores as the head coach and he's gonna be more defensive minded. He's gonna to want to play ball control. Uh so I don't see the Dolphins passing as much, so you maybe Kenyon Drake's a play that you want to take there. As far as the New England Patriots, when I started studying the Patriots. This week, um, the thing I noticed is they don't really have any playmakers on offense like they usually do. I mean, you still have Julian Edelman, but I think they're going to a running football team. So I put out on a tweet that I think Sony Michelle is going to be a fantasy alert player. I'm really high on Sony Michelle this year. I could see 1,200, you know, 13, maybe even 1,500 yards rushing this year if they use them the full season. I don't know if they'll use them the full season. They got Damian Harris. Damian Harris and Sony Michelle are going to get a lot of. They're going to get a lot of run. I think the Patriots are becoming a running team. I don't think they're going to be a passing team this year. I mean, the starting receivers right now are Julian Edelman and Philip Dorsett. Now they got a chance at Josh Gordon coming back, but if you're counting on Josh Gordon coming back, I mean, good luck with that, dude. Good luck with that. Now they got Keneal Harry, the first round pick out of Arizona State, but that's a rookie receiver. Tom Brady doesn't like rookie receivers. You got to have good timing with Tom Brady. You got to know the system. You got to know when to come out of your breaks. You got to know the blitz, all that stuff. Tom Brady likes throwing to veterans. He likes throwing to people that have been in the system for a couple seasons. And I just don't see, you know, Harry having a big season for them. Now, he might get, you know, their goal line inside the 20. Yeah, maybe he could do that. But, I mean, we'll see. Because he is tall, but 
I mean, come on. So they got Philip Dorsett in 2017. So he's had about a year and a half into the system. I could see Philip Dorsett having a pretty decent season for the Patriots going into his, you know, third season now with New England. I could see him learning the system enough because he got traded mid-season in 2017. So that's kind of, you didn't have much time. You get one off-season with them. And then now you're going into your second off-season. So I could see him having a pretty big season com- compared to what people would expect. Julian Edelman still solid receiver. The offensive line's really good. Now they lost um, Brown to the Raiders, left tackle, but they get Isaiah Wynn, the first-round First round tackle from Georgia that they drafted two years ago. Uh, so he'll step in, play left tackle. Uh, Joe Tooney's still good. David Andrews, Shaq Mason, and Marcus Canyon. I mean, those are those are running, run blocking offensive linemen. Even Wynn is. Wynn played a little bit of guard in college, tackle guard. Um, he, you know, he, he comes from the Georgia offense that had all those running backs, Sony Michelle and and. Um, uh, the kid in Cleveland, Chubb. I mean, they ran the ball over there. So he knows how to run block. I think New England's will be a running team. Tom Brady last year had his worst, his worst interception, touchdown to interception ratio, I believe, since 2007. He threw 29 touchdowns last year, 11 picks, and he threw for 4,300 yards. But I don't expect him to put up that those type of numbers. I, I don't even expect him to put up 4,000 yards anymore. He doesn't have. Gronkowski anymore. Uh, Edelman's getting older. There's no explosion there. So, I don't, you know, I just don't see them putting up 30, 40 points anymore. I see them more ground and pound with Sony Michelle. James White will be your third down back, catch a lot of passes. They're one of the only teams that still uses a fullback. Uh, I think Damian Harris, like I said, could be, you know, a late fantasy pick that you might like. And if you pick Sony Michelle, maybe you want to team him up with Damian Harris just in case Sony Michelle gets hurt. Because it's going to be interesting how they use Sony Michelle. Because I know at the end of the season they're going to want to use him, you know. But they know they're going to the playoffs. New England has the luxury of saying, "Hey, we're going to the playoffs because this division sucks. No one in their division is going to threaten them, at least in my mind." And they could, you know, they don't have to give Sony Michelle 20, 25 times a game. And wear him down in the second half of the season. So fantasy-wise, if he's only getting 15 to 20 carries, yeah, that can hurt you. But I do think in the second half of the season, I mean, look, they saw this coming. They were transitioning to a running team. That's why they drafted a running back in the first round. You know, really good organizations don't usually draft running backs in the first round unless it's late. And they drafted him late. I, I Honestly, I think that that's going to be the guy for fantasy He's he's one of my guys that, that I would look to get. As far as defense goes, I mean they lose Flowers, who was pretty much their best defensive front seven player. They lose him to Detroit. They still have Wise. They still have Guy. They get Michael Bennett. I mean I think Michael Bennett is almost done. I mean he'll probably have a pretty good year in New England. Chase Winovich, the second round pick, or I don't know what round they got him. Let me see. Um, they got him in the. Th- Third round, Chase Vinovich will probably have a good season for Michigan for first third round pick for them. Dante Hightower is still pretty good. Kyle Van Nui somehow is pretty good. He sucked for Detroit. 
Uh, Stephon Gilmore's one of the better corners, probably a top five corner. Their secondary is really good. The McCourty brothers are really good. Patrick Chung's really good. J.C. Jackson's really good. Harmon's pretty good. They get Obi Melifuno. The Raiders just let him go. I, I was high on him. I think he went in the second round. He didn't pan out for the Raiders, but I thought he was a really good player. So the secondary is going to be really damn good. Their front seven does not look good again. Somehow, on paper, it always looks one of the worst, and somehow they managed to, you know, get away with it. Now, the over-unders at 11 wins. I don't think they're an 11-win type of team, but because they play in such an easy division, we already talked about the Bills and the Dolphins and the Jets. I mean, I'm about to get to the Jets. I don't think the Jets are that good either. Um... You know, the Patriots, 11 wins is a lot. I would definitely not bet the over on that. Because then you're looking at 12 wins. They got a tough schedule, or at least a first-place schedule. I mean, they play Pittsburgh week one. The road game, they got at Baltimore, at Philadelphia, at Houston for some, you know, road games that aren't in the division. They get Cleveland at home. I mean, the schedule's pretty easy. They get Dallas at home, at Houston, It's not at Kansas City. They get Kansas City at home if I said at Kansas City. Um, I don't know. I could see them going 11-5, winning the division, being a two-seed in the AFC, something like that. I don't think they're that good, though, to be honest with you. I really don't. I don't think they were that good last year. They won the Super Bowl, so... Just the way it goes sometimes. New England just finds a way. The head coach is unbelievable. I think it's coaching. I think it's the systems. I think Josh McDaniels is a top five play caller. I don't think he gets enough credit. Belichick gets all the credit, but uh, Josh McDaniels is pretty damn good. You know, there are always guys got got guys in and out, and you can say, well, Tom Brady's always there. When Tom Brady goes down, they still win. You know, they won with Jimmy Garoppolo. They won with. Um, the guy that went to Indianapolis, I'm drawing a blank on the quarterback. They won with uh, Matt Castle. I mean, they went like 10 and 4 with Matt Castle, or 11 and 4. And the season, they went 11 and 5, but Brady played the first game and they lost. So I wouldn't touch the over under on them. And you're going you're gonna to hear me say that on almost all of them. Is I wouldn't touch the over under on them. Because you should only bet two or three of them. Because it's, Vegas puts it at that, you know, the spot that they put them at for a reason. All right, let's move over to the Jets. I know a lot of people are high on the Jets. I'm not as high as everyone else is on the Jets. I think they could be good, but a lot has to go right for them to be good, in my opinion. As far as the offense goes, let's start with the offense, and let's start with uh, Sam Darnold. I'll get my thoughts on Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold's pretty good, but for some reason, he's just like this golden boy. He's like, he's like Andrew Luck coming out of the draft, you know? Like, so many people just... Label him like Daniel Jeremiah and Colin Coward. They just make it like he's the best player in the league, and he's just not. Like he's a turnover. He was turnover prone in, at USC. He was turnover prone last year. And you can tell me, well, the Jets didn't have anyone offensively. That's fine, but you got to say the same same thing for Josh Allen, and people don't do that. So it, that that type of shit pisses me off. He threw 17 touchdowns, 15 picks. You know. And he missed three games. He threw 15 picks. He missed three games. So he was going to throw probably 20 picks on the year. In this day and age, when you're not allowed to touch the quarterback, you're not allowed to touch the receiver, anything over 15 picks is a lot. 
So he's got to cut that down, and you can say, well, he's only a rookie. Okay, that's fine. You can say he doesn't have any receivers. That's, I mean, I understand that. Robbie Anderson's okay. Quincy Anuma, he's he's Quincy Anuma's actually pretty good. He's just he's never healthy. Jamison Crowder's he's a decent, he's a pretty good slot receiver. So they don't have much there. The offensive line, they got Osemele from the Raiders. They're hoping that he has a, you know, he still has something left in the tank. The offensive line is old. You know, you got Beecham, you got. Uh, Brian Winters, Brandon Snell. The offensive line is just okay. Now, here's the thing, though. You get Le'Veon Bell to come. They've spent a lot of money on a, on a, in free agency on Le'Veon Bell. But I saw Isaiah Crowell last year average 4.8 yards a carry. And Bael Powell averaged 4.3. If those guys are averaging over 4.3, and in Crowell's situation last year 4.8 and now you're getting Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon Bell is way better than those two running backs so if Bell has a huge year then I can see Sam Darnold being pretty good and pretty effective on play action passing the offensive line is good enough to run block I think I just don't think they're good enough to pass block if you know you know the pass is coming you don't want you don't want um, Darnold throwing the ball 40 times a game you want it in the low 30s high 20s Playoff of play action. And then I think one of his, actually a fantasy guy I would really lean on, I really like, is Chris Herndon, the tight end. And he's really good. I mean, most of the guys that come out of the Miami are really good. But he's good. He's a good tight end. Little sleeper there. If you want to you want a tight end, I think that could have a good season for them. And they drafted him last year in the third round. He had 500 yards last year and four touchdowns. I mean, you know. I could see 700 yards and seven touchdowns this year. That's pretty good from a tight end. The defensive line's pretty good. Their defense is going to be good this year. I mean, it should be. You got Leonard Williams. I think Quentin Williams, they drafted him with the third pick in the draft. I thought he was the best defensive player in the draft. He's one of the best defensive players I've ever studied. Um, I would say Ndamukong Sue was a little bit better, maybe him and Sue are, is as good of players I've studied as far as drafts. Courtney Brown was up there and Julius Peppers. Uh, Leonard Williams is still pretty good. I believe he's going into a free agent or he's going to be a free agent pretty soon. So you know he's probably going to be in the best shape of his life and, and try to have a huge season so he could get a big contract. Henry Anderson, eh. They're... They're outside linebackers. They play 3-4. I just don't see it for them. you got Brandon Copeland and Jordan Jenkins as your pass rushers. Coming from the outside, I don't see it. Now, the inside linebackers, I think, are going to be really good. you got C.J. Mosley and Avery Williamson. Those are two really good inside linebackers. Darian Lee, I think they're probably going to get rid of him. He was a first-rounder a couple years ago. Now, they did draft Shaquille Polite uh, from Florida. He's got some, he's got some talent, but the guy's a dog. Like he just like work ethic. I don't know. Maybe maybe they found a sleeper there. It's not really a sleeper. I mean, the kid has talent. Maybe he puts it together, but his head isn't on straight. Now the secondary, they paid a lot of money for Tremaine Johnson last year. He got scorched. They're gonna need him to have a bounce back year. The safeties are really good. Marcus May and Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is one of the best safeties in the league. He's probably one of the better young on-the-rise defensive players. He's probably becoming a leader on their defense. Marcus May, like I said, is good. 
But Jermaine Johnson and Daryl Roberts is your starting corners. That and and without a pass rush, I just see you getting scorched. I just don't see I don't see the defense being able to stop good quarterbacks. Now, in their division, they don't play any good quarterbacks except for Well, I mean, Josh Allen and Josh Rosen. I mean, those guys could be good, but those guys aren't proven to be good yet. And then Sam Darnold, you know, or they're not going to face Sam Darnold. And then Tom Brady, you know, obviously Tom Brady's proven to be good. You know, you could argue he's the best of all time. But I just let's let's see the schedule. I mean, I don't I don't see them as a playoff team. I know some people think the Jets might be a playoff team. They get they get Cleveland at home in Week Two on a Monday night. They probably got some revenge on that one. They lost a Thursday night to Mayfield last year. Mayfield came in in the second half, I think, or substituted for Taylor. And the Cleveland Browns ended up winning that game. So the Jets should be pretty focused for that game. I I don't like Adam Gase, the head coach. I just, I mean, he didn't impress me with Miami. He doesn't get along with players. I could see the media having problems with Gase. I could see the players saying stuff to the media. It getting back to Gase and having problems there. Um, you know, I mean, you got some tough road games at New England, at Philadelphia, at Jacksonville, at Baltimore. You know, Buffalo is always tough to play. I mean, the schedule is not too bad. You basically play the NFC's North, and then you're playing the NFC East. I think the NFC East isn't that good of a division. But I, I don't see the Jets being a playoff team. I see them being a 7 or 8 win team. The over-under is at 7. I don't see them being a 6 win team. So you could lean the over on the Jets. But, I mean, I'm not going to be shocked that they only win 6 games. So, I just, I just don't see it. So I see the division going to the Patriots pretty easily. I mean, obviously. And I'll be doing more of these. But I just like to pop out little quick previews of each division. I'm already pretty much done with the AFC North. I'll probably do that one next. The only team I haven't caught up reading on is the Steelers. But if you guys got any more questions on it or suggestions on how to make it a little bit better, let me know. And then, you know, you want a little more fantasy stuff, what have you, let me know. All right, so don't be afraid to follow Craig Meddy. On Twitter and retweet these, get a little better, a little more audience going. All right, then. Peace out.